Hey everyone, it's Jonathan, and welcome to the first episode of our annual mini-series on Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. All month leading up to Christmas, I'll be joined by a variety of guests to talk about a bunch of versions of the story, and today I'm joined by Rachel Wagner to talk about two versions, one we've talked about before and one that came out last year. Way back at the beginning of my channel, before I started podcasting, before I came up with the idea for every version ever, I wanted to review as many versions of A Christmas Carol as I could, and one of the first ones I did was one picked by Rachel, A Diva's Christmas Carol, a TV film made by VH1 starring Vanessa Williams. And to this day, it's still one of my favorite modern TV versions of the story. Then last year, I found out that VH1 was doing a remake called A New Diva's Christmas Carol, this time starring Ashanti. I really wanted to do this last year, but I did not have time to add a new episode when I found out about it, so I knew it was going to have to be one of the first ones I did in the next batch. So today, Rachel and I are doing just that. But before we talk about the remake, since it's been six years since we talked about the original, I figured we should do a quick refresher and talk about this campy, creative take on an old classic. Well, I suppose let's talk about the original first. We already talked about it years ago in just a review video, which I think I've re-released as part of like a compilation podcast of a bunch of shorter reviews we'd done. But this still is one of my favorite made-for-TV, like faithful but not faithful adaptations. It's one of the best TV versions, I think. Yeah, I agree. I, I It's clever. It's sweet. It's it's great. Yeah, I, I really like, like, there's a bunch of other ones that are like the gender-swapped version, but... Trying to think of the different ones, I think this is the best of those as well. Vanessa Williams is great. Like, it takes itself seriously, but not too seriously. Like, it's still kind of goofy, and it's just fun. Yeah, I mean, she is ideal for this role. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this is the role she was born to play. And uh, it it gets that dynamic down just right of having some motivation for Scroo- the Scrooge character uh, you understand why she is the way that she is, but it, it does enough things to kind of, like I said, be clever and differentiate itself from the other versions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and especially with future as uh, very, very good. The, the way they did ghost of Christmas future is one of the most clever takes on that. I want, I want to say character, but in this version, it's not a character, right? It's, it's such a clever twist on it that i I really like it. Yeah. I mean, it, it all worked out so perfect because this was, you know, VH1 kind of a, a, a movie. And so to have behind the music, it, it was just a perfect combo. Mm-hmm. Really funny. And the rest of the cast was mostly pretty good, too. Uh, the Cratchit family, like Bob is fine, but the wife and kid were like probably the least standouts as far as main characters go. But they weren't really meant to be. I think the the main main characters they all were bigger names like recognize like I don't know who Chili is, but I know the name Chili, and mm-hmm. she played Marley Jacob, which I thought was a great twist on the name. Yeah, yeah. And I I don't know that I said it, but Ebenezer Scrooge is now Ebony Scrooge with Vanessa Williams. Yeah, which I think is a pretty good name for a female Scrooge, Ebony. Mm-hmm. Smart. And I like how, aside from Bob Cratchit, I think most of the people had, they they changed the names, but they tried to do it in clever ways. Yeah. 
yeah. uh, especially like Marley Jacob. I I had forgotten that, so I was looking up with the name. And I was like, wait a minute, that's that's kind of genius. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I like the fact that they really do give her some like I said, some solid motivation. I mean, her being in the like foster care system, being abused uh, by her father, things like that. Pretty, Mm -hmm. pretty rough, pretty rough. Yeah. They took ideas from the book. Like it's not really explicit in the book as to what the issue between Scrooge and his father was, but they took Mm -hmm. that idea and made it into a believable real world scenario. Yeah. Yeah. All you know from the book is just that his father like, abandoned him at the school. And it's not until Fran, that during the one Christmas, says she begs and begs for uh, Benizer to be able to come home. And that father, you know, she says, father's a changed man. And, uh, and so, that, yeah, it's true. It's just like a few lines in the book, but uh, in the fact that he's alone at school over the Christmas holidays, you know, it's it's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. But here, I mean, it's outright uh, abuse, and it's made uh, her bitter and yeah. uh, angry. And I, I like that it's not just Scrooge that gets gender swapped. I think most of the characters are, except for Bob Cratchit. And here, you instead of her sister Fan, it's now her brother Ronnie. Mm-hmm. And not that it matters, but was Fan older or younger than sister in the book? It's it's an older brother in this version a younger younger. okay that's kind of what yeah. i was thinking but i couldn't remember for sure yeah and uh, and it, it's it's hard to take a story that we know so well and and try to give like a a fresh spin on it and i mm-hmm. think they do here they manage to and plus i mean you have like really quality like singing and production values the songs are good all of that yeah and even though it's like it's obviously a TV budget in the was it late nineties or early two thousand? I don't remember if it's ninety nine or two thousand, but two thousand, yeah, this one came out. Either way, it's obvious that it's not a huge budget, but I think they made the most of that budget. And nothing looks bad. No, like, no. It, you can tell that it's TV budget special effects, but I think they did good with what they had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think they did really well. I mean, I guess the biggest like flaw with the movie is, is probably Brian McNamara is, is the Cratchit character. He's a little, his acting isn't, isn't the best. I think he's a little flat. Uh, from compared to all the others. Yeah. He was mm-hmm. fine. I, I wasn't a big fan of his wife and the kid was just a generic kid mm-hmm. actor who wasn't amazing either, but yeah, they don't, they don't really need to be there. Yeah. They're mostly just plot devices anyway. So I mean, uh like Tiny Tim is a tough is a tough in these movies because he mm-hmm. is just this, you know, angel child basically. <laughs> and it can be yes. and it can end up being a little bit ableist too, if they're not careful the way that it's handled. But yeah, I mean they can also end fine. up making it too like saccharine sweet and yeah. turn you off of the character too. And that's this one did avoid that. Mm-hmm. Like I've had other tiny Tims where it's like, okay, you're laying this on real thick, kid. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, would you like the? Uh, did you like the um, heartquake? The, the the big hit song, heartquake. 
I I kind of did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd forgotten Good. about it, but I enjoyed it when I did my rewatch for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite part, other than Vanessa Williams, was probably Kathy Griffin as the ghost of Christmas past. Yeah, she <laughs> gets she the great. best lines. Yes. She gets so she's funny. Yeah. <laughs> About LA. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like accurate. Oh, <laughs> uh, and I was just talking to a friend the other day and we're like if you lived in LA, then you could, you know, because there was the um, boy in the hair in the new uh, Miyazaki film. They were screening it there, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, but I'd have to live in LA. <laughs> <laughs> if from like from people I've seen online, like YouTubers I watch, nobody likes living there, even no. the ones who have to live there. Yeah. Nobody yeah. likes it, so exactly. that doesn't seem like a a good sell for anyone wanting to move there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, there's a good line about from a ghost to present about a uh, about Bette Midler. Remember <laughs> that Bette Midler? I was like, no, not. And it's just it's the wind beneath our wings. So, no, no, no. <laughs> about the plastic surgery and about the stuff like that. Some funny lines. I had forgotten that Ghost of Christmas Present was famous too. Again, another person I don't know, but I know the name John Tyler from the band Duran Duran. Mm hmm. So they went and got a lot of big music stars. Even her father, I, I didn't write it down. I don't remember who. He, he's like a Canadian, somebody famous in Canada, I guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they went and got a bunch of famous musicians for this mm -hmm. movie. Yeah. It's a good cast. It is. Yeah, it's a, it it's is. a good cast. And I liked the design of Marley. She has like some sort of pop star weird jumpsuit thing, but it's covered in chains. And I liked that they put the twist on the Marley, Jacob Marley, dragging chains through the afterlife. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was clever. That was good. And one interesting twist that this one did was that the Bob Cratchit character was also the Bell character because they had they were they used to be a couple in the past. Right. Yeah. Which, you know, you'd almost think that they were going to the ending was going to be them getting together, but he's married so yeah well i was i was fine with that because like scrooge doesn't need to have everything work out for her mm -hmm. <laughs> like I, I i can see in any other version that had this level of production making it so that everything worked out for scrooge in the end but i like that they're just friends and they stay yeah. that way you don't always get that yeah yeah i agree i just think it was a little surprising I don't think I expected it to happen, especially because, like you said, he's already married. So, mm -hmm. but typically in this uh, this kind of story, these yeah. kinds of movies, then then they would. But uh, you know, it's not a romance story, so it's mm -hmm. it's fine. I'm I'm trying to think. I, I'm pretty sure, like I've seen so many mm -hmm. versions at this point, I can't remember. But I'm sure there's one or two where he does get back together with Belle in the end. Uh, yeah well the i'm trying to remember if i think in the susan lucci one i think maybe i don't know it's been a while since i saw that one but uh but yeah i mean she is really bad in this one i mean they do not shy away from the you know the scrooginess of it i mean she's mm -hmm. doing this charity this faux charity concert taking everybody's money making everybody work for the concert on Christmas. I mean, she's brutal. 
Well, she technically is giving it to charity because she made it explicit that she's doing this so that she can have the photo op giving the money. She wants to be there giving the, the charity this giant check. So it's not like she's taking all the money for herself, but she's still brutal to everyone who is working with her. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't she, I thought she was siphoning some of it off though. Her manager was, her her money guy. Like he, he gets oh, arrested in the right. end. Like the FBI mm. shows up. That's right. That's right. That's right. She was definitely brutal on a personal level. But one thing I did appreciate was that she wasn't like evil. Like she was not a nice person at all, but she wasn't like straight up evil. Like not to get too ahead, but I kind of felt like the one in the new Divas Christmas character, <laughs> Carol, was kind of evil. Yeah, she's, that's true. <laughs> she's brutal. <laughs> but it, But in that one, her backstory is even worse. Then, uh, I mean, her mother, we'll talk about it, but her mother is mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> brutal in that one. I was watching it where he was like, oh my gosh, wow, no yeah. wonder. In prep for this, I watched the new one first because I had never seen it. And then I went back to the old one and I was kind of surprised going from the new one to the old one that I had so much more fun with the old one, <laughs> partly because of how... I guess less evil Vanessa Williams is Mm -hmm. is. like I kind of hated the new diva for most of the movie and when I went back to Vanessa Williams I was like okay she's she's nasty but she's fun and I really like her I enjoyed the new one I thought it was I thought it was fun but uh but yeah no that's fair yeah well we can move on to talking about the new one since we're already there but I like I liked a lot of things about the new one but i did not like it as much as the old one at all and i don't if i was to go back and rewatch one i think i would choose the old one over the new one very quickly well and yeah part of that i was mean because I, she just she wasn't that likable for most of it there was she had glimpses of likability at times but yeah she just she kind of rubbed me the wrong way especially after she like she took her mother's words to heart in the middle of the movie too quickly and easily and just turned evil. Well, I mean, I wasn't really expecting it to be as good as the original. I did not have that expectation at all. So, I mean, I guess my perspective was it wasn't a train wreck. So that's a, a, <laughs> a win, you know, like it wasn't. Low like, bars help. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's true. <laughs> but I, I do think that I like Ashante. I guess I think she she has enough of just enough of a warmth about her that it wasn't quite as I didn't wasn't quite as turned off as you were, but I I liked the three ladies so much. They were awesome. They were so fun. And I, and so that was kind of enough for me to, to, to have a good time with it. It wasn't like I would always pick the original, but I knew that going into it, there was, Mm -hmm. there was never going to be a chance where this was going to be better than the original. Uh, But when you have Vivica Fox, Robin Givens, and Eva Marcel as these as these ghosts, uh, it's gonna be, it's pretty hard not to have a fun time. And they really did. Her mother is the worst in this. I was just like, oh, yeah, my it was it was gosh. weird. I I felt like even though her mother's abusiveness is more emotional abuse. I uh, felt like she was more evil than the, than the physically abusive father. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. I mean, she's just brutal. I j- literally just finished watching it again because I hadn't 
hadn't seen it since last year. And uh, like, man, just basically tells her daughter on a regular basis that she's worthless. And mm-hmm. So yeah, you're going to become pretty, it's going to be pretty hard not to become bitter when you're and when you have that kind of abusive childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, I think that worked pretty, pretty well. The music I think was good. I, I don't think that, I mean, I think Ashante is actually, I've, she's now done like three or four of these Christmas movies and I do like her presence on screen. I think she is decent for this kind of role for like a not trained actress, but I mean, she's not going to compare with Vanessa Williams. who was like born to play <laughs> a diva, you know, like, I mean, yeah. it's not going to be the same. I, th- I think the thing that I probably just internalized too much her performance in the opening scene where she's basically like an evil Karen. Uh-huh. And uh, that must have just stuck with me through the whole movie because she just rubbed me the wrong way. Mm. She's definitely, she is definitely a Scrooge. There's no question about it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. When, when you had the flashbacks to before she turned evil, I liked her then. But then you have the scene where she goes to visit her mother and then her mother tells her how she needs to be more hard. And then it was just like she flipped on a dime and turned evil right after that and was like, really? But mm. then at the end, another thing that kind of annoyed me was she flipped on a dime again at the end. It seemed like there wasn't much lead up to her becoming good again. She just was evil until she wasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think the the real tr- transition was seen the future yeah. her future self all alone singing in the bar Badly. and nobody cares <laughs> and she's basically like a one-hit wonder there's this one song shine that that was that, another thing that kind of got old I, did, I was over that song by the end <laughs> <laughs> so i think seeing her like that that was the tipping point as opposed to in diva's christmas carol like it's it is more about the people in her life and and mm-hmm. about more than just the behind the music it's, it's a little more gradual yeah it, there's more to it than that yeah but i thought it was interesting too that they almost just take notes from a christmas carol this wasn't like a straight adaptation mm-hmm. because the three spirits are not the ghost of christmas past present and future they're the spirits of truth compassion and service which was interesting i don't i'm not sure like i thought they were supposed to be goddesses for a while like i kept thinking of them as goddesses in my head and i was like mm-hmm. but why are they goddesses part of that also was that the scene with the burning christmas tree it's like is this supposed to be like the burning bush in the bible <laughs> and there was another, that. that was another uh, uh, for lack of a better term goddess whose name was like rathar or something <laughs> Which I, it was an interesting twist on the story, and I I did appreciate that they went and did their own thing. Even though I was, I kind of I like that I like seeing twists on the things. This was like they twisted and went in a whole different direction, and it was a good enough twist that I like. I said the the main flaw I had was that I didn't like Aphrodite. I get we haven't said her name yet. Aphrodite instead of Scrooge. I just didn't really like her. Aside from the when she was good and the flashbacks, she just kind of annoyed me. I mean, yeah. I mean, her mom at one point says she's a medium pretty girl who wrote a decent song. Mm-hmm. No, her mom was brutal, awful. brutal. And so, yeah. I mean, I I was okay with Ashante. I she's not it, a bad actress. I, yeah. It had nothing to do with her specifically. It was the way the character was written that yeah. 
I mean, she's supposed to be Scrooge. And so, yeah, but, uh, but she's not as deliciously evil as Vanessa Williams. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just really like Vanessa Williams. I think Vanessa I was just Williams comparing just, her too much, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. As, uh, as this, you know, role. So mm-hmm. I think my favorite character in this was probably the person in the Bob Cratchit role, Femi, mm-hmm. who I wasn't a hundred percent sure. Was that supposed to be her sister? Because was she in the she was in the flashback too, but they never referred to each other as sisters. I was kind of confused about. I that. I think it was there's her best friend. Okay. Yeah. But she was probably my favorite character from the from the movie. She just yeah. was the most real person in this whole thing. I think the divas were my uh, favorite. The, uh, spirits, the spirits they were yeah. they were really fun. I, I, thought. I my favorite of those probably was Zero. She was just weird, and I like weird characters. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like the first thing she wants to do when she meets her is lick her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I, you're always gonna get me with Vivica Fox. She's just so she was fun. Great, yeah. She's really, the, really the funny. Sara, or I don't, if that's her, I can't remember how to pronounce it. I wrote it down. I th- the 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 one who spoke first. I think the mm-hmm. middle one. I yeah. liked her too. She seemed like the nicest one, the the least weird. They like they were all good. And actually, I don't know that. Like I know who Vivica Fox is, but Robin Gibbons and Ava Marcel. I don't think I've seen them in anything. So I wasn't sure what to expect with them, but they ended up being some of my favorite characters from this. Yeah, they were really, really fun. Yeah, I mean, Vivica Fox, legend. Uh, yeah, Robin Givens, I know I've seen her in a bunch of stuff. The name sounded familiar, but I scrolled through her IMDb and nothing jumped out at me, so I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I think it was more like television, things like that. Mm, okay. But you do have... There are are not really one-to-one comparisons with most of the characters in the story, but you do have somebody in the bell role, her boyfriend, Michael, whose restaurant she helped fund. And that was another thing that kind of annoyed me. He forgave her way too quickly at the end, (laughs) but oh, well, it's a fantasy. Yeah. And then I didn't catch it right away, but because after I watched it the first time, I was like looking up different things online and I saw someone refer to the character, like in the beginning, um, Aphrodite is like the host or not a host. She's a judge on a reality show. And she takes on a mentorship role to this other singer. And this other singer, Brianna, her girlfriend was like in an accident or something. And it didn't click until I read it later. Someone was calling her girlfriend the Tiny Tim character. And I was like, Oh, that's kind of right. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty effective. I liked the girlfriend more than the singer, Brianna. Like, Brianna, she was just, I don't know, she didn't seem real enough. The, the girlfriend seemed more real than the singer. Mm. But I'd never seen either of them in anything else, so I don't know. Yeah, no, I thought, I never, I don't think I have either, but I thought it was a pretty uh, sweet little relationship for you know, a movie like this. I'm just seeing. I was just looking at their IMDb. <laughs> they're, yeah, they both. I don't think either of them had very long IMDb's. No, I tried to look up everybody, and most of the people I didn't recognize. Right, like I knew who Ashanti was. I didn't recognize her at first. Like I haven't seen her in anything recently, but she looked vaguely familiar. But when I was watching it, I was multitasking, doing something else. Like I was, I was sorting Lego, <laughs> so like my hands were full. So after I looked her up, I was like, oh wait a minute. 
She was Dorothy in Muppets Wizard of Oz. It's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Poor Shante. <laughs> I, mean, I I loved that back in the day. I need to watch it again and see how oh. it see how it how it holds up. But like I remember back when I first watched Muppets Wizard of Oz, I was like, this is more faithful to the book than the original one from the 1930s. <laughs> But that was back when I was very much a stickler for being book accurate. And I Mm -hmm. thought it was weird that the Muppets were more book accurate than the 1930s one. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, it's 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 the worst uh, Muppets (laughs) property ever uh, made. uh, It probably is, even though I remember liking it. Thinking back, I'm sure that it's not as good as anything else that's come before or since. (laughs) <laughs> well definitely before but yeah, yeah. um she has uh, shanti has a little christmas movie for lifetime called christmas winter song um that uh that i remember enjoying that i thought was sweet it, that she has a friendship with an older man who's a jazz singer mm. can't remember everything about it but i remember just thinking it was sweet so he seems like somebody who would like doing stuff like this Mm-hmm. christmas movies yeah so uh i mean i guess yeah low expectations i get maybe helped with this uh but i i and and i really did love the three spirits i thought they were super fun and so mm-hmm. i i left it wasn't in like my favorite of the year or anything like that but i left being like that was fun i enjoyed it yeah I didn't dislike the movie. I think I was just comparing it too much to the original and the the so I didn't exactly like it as much as the original. No. But I like the different things that they did with it, especially the spirits. Like even mm-hmm. though they weren't Christmas past, present and future, I liked how they were different and weird. Mm-hmm. And I like things that are different and weird. <laughs> yeah. Me too. So I I think considering what they had to work with, it was it was pretty it was pretty fun, and um I mean VH1 had a pretty strong year last year where what's it called just one sec um so they had this and they had one last year called All I Didn't Want for Christmas and it, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good title <laughs> yeah um we uh, Gabby Sibere and it was really funny and very snarky and so if you're like tired of the uh she basically writes a letter to santa about all of the things she hates <laughs> about everything <laughs> and and she kind of gets her her letter comes true and it's really fun letter loretta divine plays her mom uh, who's like obsessed with christmas and she uh is one point is wearing this outfit with like all silver and all like tinsel and she looks crazy and and uh it was so funny on twitter so i was like oh nobody would ever wear that that's a ridiculous outfit i'm like it's supposed to be it's a comedy what's wrong with you <laughs> it's supposed to be funny <laughs> people don't get a joke <laughs> um and it also has andrew bruchelle who is a current favorite of mine i just love him he's so good and uh, so it, it's they had, like so between those two they had a pretty good offering last year VH1. You know, they're not somebody I would think of for Christmas movies, but yeah, me either. Apparently they make them because we're talking about two of them. <laughs> yeah. So I think if people are curious, it's always fun to see all the different versions. I mean, it's what yeah. you do for your podcast, but it's fun to see different people's uh, uh, take on uh, on the same story. And to see people trying to do new things. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you're a fan of A Christmas Carol and you want something different, definitely go for A Diva's Christmas Carol. And if you're still wanting more, then go for a new Divas Christmas Carol as yeah. well, because it's right. It's its own thing. It's it's not a straight up remake of the original. So yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I think that will be all for this episode. I'm I'm glad you introduced me to the original because I don't think I I mean I might have found it eventually, but it really is one of my favorite of the TV versions that I've seen. Like. Yeah, it's not the best version of A Christmas Carol, but as far as TV movies go, it's it's one of my favorites. Yeah, if I'm going for the non-traditional interpretation, yeah. non-traditional yes. take, then it's, it's one of my favorites as well. Yeah, definitely. Really fun. Mm-hmm. Especially the feature. It's just so creative and, yes. and funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never seen a different version do a music video behind the scenes documentary yeah. <laughs> for the ghost of Christmas future. Yeah. 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 Well, thanks for having me on. It's always fun to talk about these movies. Yeah. Thanks for joining me. It's always nice to find new things to talk about. There's still a lot of versions to go, but <laughs> and there's a, there's a new version on uh, up TV this season called we're Scrooged with Andrew yeah. Michelle uh and uh, that's really fun and it's its take is that it's about a couple both people in the relationship getting the scrooge treatment getting okay. the angels and everything. so it's i thought it was fun i enjoyed it uh, we'll probably have to talk about that one at some point <laughs> in the future too <laughs> that sounds like an interesting take on the story yeah i thought it was clever it was fun and the and the 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 takes on the ghosts i thought were fun too so Okay, well, until next time, do you want to let people know where they can find you if they want more from you? Yeah, so you can find me at Hallmarkies Podcast, talking all the new Christmas movies and much more. And uh, you can find me at Rachel's Reviews. Check that out. Okay, well, we will see you again next time. All right. Thanks for listening to Every Version Ever. If you like what you've heard, make sure to subscribe on your preferred podcast platform or to our YouTube channel. Make sure to follow my co-hosts as well, and if you want more content from us, check out one of the other podcasts in the iHeartMovies Podcast Network, or check out my brand new Patreon. My link tree, as well as any other relevant links, will be in the description. We'll be back soon with another brand new episode, so thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.